Today we chat about broken hearts and uh, could time travel help prevent an evil, evil 2020? Welcome to That's Really Cool Man. Oh no. You're special. You might notice that, yes, I am wearing sunglasses. Um, and that's only to celebrate me trying something new to, in my workflow, which is worth celebrating. Um, of course, we're talking about filming this during daylight. Uh, usually I record this at night because I thought the, uh, the traffic noise would be a little quieter at night. Evidently, here in L.A., there's no such thing as a quiet street, apparently. So uh, I learned my lesson. I did. Um, these look dumb. I thought they would look cool. Um, you know, I party until the sun comes up. Um, what am I saying? Welcome to That's Really Cool Man, everybody. I'm bad animator Danny Casal, a.k.a. Cool Man Coffee Dan. Um, and uh, I know we uh, we were trying to figure out what to call the audience here um, that listened to the podcast. And uh, this, is, uh, this is episode eight. So we needed to figure out what to call everybody. Um, you know, Chris D'Elia calls his audience uh, babies. Uh, uh, prank invasion called uh, his audience invaders. What a range there, first of all. Um, I wanted to make sure that I held this, you know, decision with the utmost amount of respect because it is important. It is very important when it comes to calling your audience a name. And I asked you guys, you know, to throw out some inspiration. And uh, we came up with something, folks. We did. Uh, I thought I was going to name everybody Coffee Fam. I even put it up right up here. I don't know if you can see it. Um, just kind of says Fam in the frame there. It's funny. Uh, but the more I thought about it, it's not the move. It's not the move. Because some people don't like coffee. So then I'm like, dude, it's special gang. It's special gang. That's who we are. What up, special gang? Welcome to another episode of Cool Man Coffee. Fuck. <laughs> what up, special gang? Welcome to another episode of That's Really Cool Man, episode number eight. The podcast where we talk about cool stuff, man. Something like that. That It sounds good. It sounds pro. And uh, special gang implies that we're all special, you know, in our own way. And uh, we all in this together, you know. We're in this gang together. Uh, we're a part of this whole big thing as one. And we, that's worth celebrating. That's worth identifying how special we actually are. And, um, yeah, I just think it sounds cool, you know. It's like, hey, are you in the special gang? Yo, what up, special gang? I think it sound, it rolls off the tongue like sweet, sweet molasses. I don't know. I don't know. I really don't even know what molasses is. I was going to say honey, but I want it to be a little um, more fancy. I want it to be a little more bougie with my words. So I went for it. Um, forgive me if you hear helicopters, by the way. Uh, I guess that's a factor. I don't know, man. Um uh, but if you're listening, thanks for tuning in. Please uh, make sure you rate this this uh, podcast five stars if you're listening on Apple Podcasts. And follow if you're listening on Spotify so you never miss an episode. 
Um, all my merch is still in stock. I think we have a few left after the most recent restock of everything. Hoodies, face masks, joggers, t-shirts. Um, we restocked all the stickers. Um, that's over at coolman.store. Um, and uh, uh, I have been donating to various charities in the, in the light of Black Lives Matter movement that we find ourselves in the middle of today. Shit's crazy, man. Um, which one did I know? I think I donated to Campaign Zero yesterday. Um, it's so crazy, dude. Like, I don't know. I was uh, I was biking down Sunset Boulevard out here, which is usually just a splendid. I I I usually was uh skating. I was I was using my boosted board. And uh, now I just got a new Super 73. Shout out to the Super 73 squad. But um, I I was having a super leisurely bike ride down there. And then I heard a bunch of cars honking. And I'm like, oh, what's going on? And uh, it was a standstill protest, um, like a traffic stop type of protest. I want to say it was like 100, 150 people um, on their knees with their hands in the air and the uh, head protester organizer had the megaphone and um you know was like if you move i'll shoot which at first scared me because i was like i didn't know who the voice in the megaphone was so i didn't know who was saying if you move i'll shoot as i was just biking through this um uh, but it turns out it's a metaphor for you know he was he was using the whole thing as a as a example of what uh, I guess police do to um, people in terms of like, you know, if you move, I'll shoot and how embarrassing it is when you're not even really guilty. And um, I'll tell you, man, I'm, I'm learning so much in the in the midst of all this, as I, I guess is the uh, the purpose, um, you know, what better outcome of all this than knowledge and stuff that you didn't really think about before you didn't really know before but i'm learning a lot um just in terms of you know how the world really works i guess um i i I do think i'm for some sort of reform in the in the police and this is probably the most political this podcast will ever get um I, i do think i'm i'm for shit being updated um and it seems like the police uh, system the way it is now, it doesn't sound like it's been updated for like a hundred years. Um, and, uh, you know, the only way to move forward as a society is to continue trial and erroring a system, continue bettering a system, finding faulty, weak spots in the system and making that stronger and uh, growing. And it doesn't sound like that really happened with uh, the police force. You know, you think about like the exponential growth of like cell phones over the past 10 years. That shit like 10 years ago, a cell phone wasn't shit. And now you could, I don't know, virtual reality, have a girlfriend, anime, big, big uh, <laughs> goth girlfriend. Um, but uh, it's anything's possible with, with cell phones now. And damn, this is going off the rails real quick. This is what happens when I try to be political. Um, but the exponential growth of other shit is so slow. Feels like a, that construction bridge in your hometown that we're paying our tax dollars for, but uh, you know it's been uh, left 
in construction for years and they said it was going to take a few months it's like come on let's get on it folks let's uh use this time wisely you know no time for dilly dallying let's make all the systems as perfect as they could possibly be um and i don't know how to do that i'm not a genius i'm really not um but i do find myself learning a lot and i think that's good and i think anybody would be stoked to hear that i'm learning stuff that i didn't know before the protest protest started um really i just don't know what's going to happen next month um i i think like all bets are off dude all bets are off fucking transformers gonna gonna land here on earth or something i don't know how did that shit start like a metallic egg crash landed what happened in the first transformers movie was it was it just it was like an egg or, or like a meteor they're like oh my god this meteor fucking is hot or something or maybe i'm getting that confused with war of the worlds he touched them in war of the worlds they touched the thing that crash landed to earth and uh they're like someone touched it and, and they're like is it hot and he's like no it's freezing cold and i'm like that's fucking sick I, I, if i was in the crowd i'd be like that's sick touch it again <laughs> um but yeah um really it's like i saw a meme on instagram it was like american dad what's his name stan i haven't watched that show in a minute stan was holding a baby and they're both squinting at each other and it was like me looking at a new month in uh, 2020 it's like every new month there's some new shit going on man some a pop apocalyptic biblical shit i got a fucking push notification the other day saying that uh hundreds of millions of locusts locusts i don't just trust me that i said that word right um are attacking africa and i saw that probably just picked up my coffee the other morning reading that and i'm like yeah yeah you know what It, it makes sense it makes sense What's next? Well, I don't even know what what happens next in the Bible. Shit, st- people just start bursting into flames. Satan comes down and starts doing a little the boogie woogie. I don't know. Damn, I mean, shit. Like, any, I was just talking to somebody the other day. Like, my belief is so suspended, or suspend your disbelief. My disbelief is so suspended, and if anything were to happen that. Say in 2019, I would be like, whoa, you know, like if a big alien clown, like 60 stories high, who only appeared at night, he like walked over the mountains and he was glowing, eyes glowing red, body glowing, uh, like a illuminatory bluish white. And he comes over the mountains every night. And at uh, 12 p.m. on the dot, you hear a, <laughs> let's play, 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 play. His voice echoes into the fucking city. Every night. The first night that happened, man, in 2019, I'd be like, holy, sh- holy shit. What? Are you kidding me? That's a clown. It's huge. I don't want to play. No. 
If that happened tomorrow, if that happened tonight, fuck it. If that shit happened tonight, I'd be like, yeah, makes total sense. I'd put on my sneakers and I'd go play with that motherfucker. <laughs> um, <laughs> I don't know. That shit would spice things up. That's for sure. I'd probably be looking forward to it. People would be fucking cheering. For Bozo, the big boy, glowy clown. People be like, let's fucking play, dude. They all climb up his legs. <laughs> they all climb up his legs and... Uh, <laughs> like little ants climbing up. Like that scene in World War Z where all the zombies are like climbing up the tower. Like they're using each other to climb each other up. They look like a bunch of ants climbing up. No, they're, they're like climbing over a wall or something. We're all climbing up. Big Bozo's shoes and pants, tugging at his striped rainbow printed pants, climbing up his uh, suspenders. <laughs> um, people like on his shoulders and shit as he stomps around L.A. or New York City or wherever the fuck you're from, Indonesia. I know I got a huge crew over there. Shout out to Indonesia. Um, it's really cool, man. That. I got so many people all over the all over the place watching my shit. If I, if I realized anything, um, is that how many people watch my stuff from so many different time zones? Um, I know there's a huge crowd in Indonesia that appreciate my stuff. I know there's a huge crowd in India. I also know there's a huge crowd in Brazil, and it sucks because I real and again I'm just realizing this as as of recently, but. My merch is manufactured here in the States, in the United States, and it's expensive to ship to places like India and Brazil and all that. Um, so I would love to figure out a way of how to get manufacturing plants internationally so that it's cheaper. You know, if like if I had a warehouse with my merch in it in India, um, that would work so much better and so much cheaper than um i think like shipping to india is like 20 20 us dollars which is a lot just in us dollars but the conversion rate to rupees is asinine so trying to figure that out i mean for now it, it you know merch is just able to sh ship from the us so um you know if you're shipping if you're if you're ordering merch from another place in the world It'll 100% get to you. Um, you just kind of have to pay shipping costs, which it's not too bad, but I understand that it's sometimes it puts the price over the edge. I get it. You're like, oh, this shirt's 30 bucks. Awesome. And then it turns into like a $45 purchase, and you're like, ah, I don't got 45 bucks. I understand. I've been there. Um, but like I said, ideally, as I keep making more merch and um, designing more clothes, we figure out more stuff. It's only the beginning, guys. It's only the beginning. And that's what I have to keep in mind. I get myself down sometimes, and I feel like this is the case with a lot of creatives. I get down sometimes. Um, I feel like I'm not as far as I should be along in my journey. Um, but I have to keep telling myself that comparison is the thief of joy. Uh, if you keep comparing yourself to other people, you ain't going to be happy. Um, I also just got a knock at my door, and it might be the guitar I just ordered, so I'm gonna go check that out. Okay, it wasn't my guitar. 
sorry. It was uh, markers. <laughs> um, but I ordered a guitar, man. I'm so stoked to get back into guitar playing. I've been stuck out here in L.A. Um, because I was supposed to go back to New York City in April, but because of Corona and the quarantine, um, I didn't see it uh, appropriate to hop on a plane anytime soon. So um, I've been out here for a while, and I don't know what I'm going to do next. For the first time in my life, I don't have a plan, um, which is wild. Like, I've been thinking, like, do I go back to New York, get an apartment there? Do I keep riding the Airbnb flow out here, even though it's getting expensive? Do I just bite the bullet and say I'm going to spend a year in L.A., even though I don't have nearly as many friends here as I do in New York City and just get a lease here, which is a little scary, but I don't know what I'm going to do. Really, like, I'm, I'm looking at my life for what it is lately, and I'm just like, dude, like, this is wild. This is a wild time in my life. Um, I have a rap song coming out. <laughs> uh, that's the, that's announcement number one, as I slowly streamline out these announcements. But one of the big projects I've been working on was uh, a song, a rap song. Uh, it's like a comedy rap song. Um, it came out of nowhere. I just had a beat and I just laid some lines down one day, like back in February. And it just sounded good. And then I had it mixed and it sounded better. And then uh, I had an idea for a music video for it. And I just got the final draft back um, for the music video last night. Um, and it's so good, dog. I'm so excited to release it. I'm thinking it's going to be released first week of uh, July. Um, but it's a it's a rap song. Um, cool Man Coffee Dan rap song. Should I tell the, the summary of it? Like the theme? The story pretty much is... Uh, uh, how do I put this? The story is about a gay dragon who... Uh, I meet and he helps me achieve my wildest dreams of uh, passing my driver's test at the DMV after failing it twice in a row. And uh, that's, that's it. The rest is just music, genius, history in the making. Um, I'm excited. I, I really like how it came out. Came out. I'm very proud of it. And, uh, you know, any artist... For any artist out there listening, you know how good it feels when you try something new and it actually came out pretty good. So I'm excited to release it. Um, it's going to be available on music streaming services. It's going to be available on YouTube, the music video. Um, it's trippy, man. And I'm stoked to release it. Um, and it's based on a true story. I did fail my driver's test the first two times. So when I did pass my driver's test the third time, it just felt like something magical happened. Um, as magical as a gay dragon, some may say. So, um, it all came, it all came together. Um, yeah, no, I'm stoked, man. I'm stoked. And I just, I keep trying to like tackle new things, tackle new projects. Again, I still have a ton of shit that I have yet to announce that I can't wait to announce. Um, uh, but I still feel like it's a little too early. Um, but, uh. A lot of new stuff is coming. Very new, big, bigger, more exciting stuff. Um, 
is coming and it, it's it's gonna be a great 2021 <laughs> it sounds like 2020 is the buffer year for me to uh put my head in the books and focus on on cranking out the work put it in the hours um i think 2021 is going to be the year once all this stuff starts coming out except for the music video the rap song's coming in a few weeks but the bigger stuff is coming going to take a few more months and then there's marketing and then there's you know planning the release plan and one of the things that i want to have like an actual screening for either in new york or or la i can't wait i can't wait man until i can have more events i miss meeting people that watch my stuff that's always such speaking of magic that's always such a magical point in uh you know in 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 my creative process it just like fuels me with so much inspo uh i come off of those events when i meet people with like a pep in my step ready for the ready for more ready to crank out more stuff so i'm trying i i, I think as soon as it's safe i'm gonna plan something so uh, we could all hang out um somewhere Somewhere in the country, somewhere in the world. I'd love to go to Japan, man. I want to go to Japan so bad. Um, host a cool gathering there or something. That'd be sick. Like a disco or something. I don't know what happens in Japan. Disco would be sick. Um, how's everybody feeling during all this? I made a video today um, that reminded people to pay attention to their mental health. Um, in the midst of all this um, craziness, you know, in, in a world where it seems like every 30 seconds there's a new horrible news headline to read about and catch up about and a new thread of tweets to indulge yourself in and a new argument in the comment section to uh, look at and uh, you could do that for hours on end, days on end, weeks on end and then you're just like your your mental health is is in a bad spot and i wanted to make a video today i made it yesterday released it today that touched upon that how important it is to make sure that you're keeping your mental health in check because in a world where you want to help you want to help it's not about you it's not about you you want to be able you want to make sure that you are keeping yourself healthy so that you're able to continue helping you know um, and I was wary that that, that that message didn't connect in the video, but I showed it to my buddy, um, Andrew, who literally spelt out the exact messaging of my video before I even showed him the video. Um, and he was talking about how, you know, people that are going, that are uh, choosing to attend protests to, 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 to help the cause, um, you got to make sure that your, your, your mental game is there. And you're constantly checking in on it and uh, catering to it and, and, and making sure you're well so that you're able to attend the protest next week. You know what I mean? Um, and uh, however you're deciding to help, if you're voicing your opinions online, if you're having tough conversations with your friends and family members and, um, you know, there's there's no correct way to, to help. But um, you want to make sure that you're you're able to keep doing it by physically and mentally being able to so keeping your mel your, your mental health in check is is huge and i can't help but wonder what would happen if abraham lincoln came back 
You know? What if he came back? What if he was cryogenically frozen, thawed with a fucking blow dryer, and he was just back in the middle of all this today? You know? This is a different reality than than my clown reality. He wouldn't be seeing Bozo the Night Glow Clown stomping around playing with people. Ooh, that sounds weird. Um, different reality. This is a different reality. Um, you know what I mean? Like, if he was caught up to speed with everything, like, he was brought over the bump of the initial shock of, like, oh, shit, like, smartphones. You know, oh, shit, robot dogs. You know, oh, shit, plastic. <laughs> Slurpees. Um, you know, Oh shit, little, little fucking chihuahuas. I don't think chihuahuas existed back then. I don't know. New recent recent invention. My hair's so long, bro. Um, someone catches him up to speed. Say a Bill Gates catches him up to speed. Okay, the best in the business sits down with Abe Lincoln. Good old A log. Bad bad nickname for him. Good old Abe. And uh, they sit down by a fireplace. They're both in like big old sofa chairs. Um, you know, they let him have have his initial freak out of being alive again. That lasts like what two days? He calms down. They give him some soup, put a little blankie over Abe, and catch him up to speed. Here's what happened since you died, boy. And uh, he's like, okay, got it. He's like, yup, yup. Yup, got it. Um, or however he speaks. Apparently, he had a high screechy voice. You know that? Like, apparently, there are some recordings of Abe Lincoln speeches. Very scratchy. Audio was kind of a new thing at that point. Um, they did. They wanted to invent audio before they invented plastic and chihuahuas, which is fine by me on that priority list there. Um. But uh, apparently, his you know, in movies they're like four, four score and seven years ago. When in reality, it's more like four score and seven years ago. No, it's, it's not that bad. It's it's uh, we should play a game on this podcast. Anytime you hear a dude with a loud ass unnecessary engine pass by my street, let's guess what kind of car he is. What <laughs> what kind of car he has? And how small his wiener is. I'm going to say that was a uh, Volkswagen uh, 70 blueberry pie. And his wiener is this big. Which is fine. Um, uh, yeah, so he if he was brought back, what he, he would be dripping. Abe Lincoln would be dripping in that new attire. I'm talking Adidas jumpsuit and a Supreme top hat. Some golden rings on there, some fresh Jordans. You know, he goes on that website where you like get in virtual line to cop some fresh sneakers, and they like sell out instantly. Um, would he fix all this? Would he fix all this? And mind you, the 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 astonishment from the public is a okay. Like they're on board with this. You know, nobody's like again like our disbelief has been so suspended that 
everyone is kind of like, okay, like what's up, Abraham? You know what I mean? They're like, cool, he's back. Like everyone's just like, you're back. What are you going to do to fix this? I don't know if he'd be able to fix this. <laughs> I don't know if he'd be able to do it. Uh, I really don't. I also been seeing the YouTube comments that people make fun of uh, how I say certain words. Like I sometimes roll my tongue like I just did. I don't know. Just saves some time, saves a breath. Um, someone else said like, uh, what, what, they were like saying like, I, I say like, I don't know, weird. Like, no, they were saying like, they were, they were pointing out that I like combine words. Anyway, it's all good. Feel free to continue making fun of how I talk. It's all good. I don't know if Abraham Lincoln would be able to fix this is what I'm saying. Reba. I really don't think so. I think he'd be able to help. I don't think he'd be able to fix this because shit's fucked right now, at least in the United States. And uh, it would take seven Abraham Lincolns to actually fix it. But we could take one. If anybody out there has the frozen drip drip block of Abraham Lincoln, feel free to thaw him out. I'm down to see what happens, man. I would, I mean, at the very least, I would be down to see what he looks like in some fresh ass fucking Nikes, dude. You know, it looked cool. It looked cool, and it'd be worth it just for that. We got a question from uh, uh, username brendex.g who asks, how do you heal from a broken heart? This is on my DMs on Instagram. Feel free to shoot me any questions wherever, on Twitter, um, on my Instagram DMs, on my YouTube comments. Uh, I'm trying to answer more questions on here. I oftentimes go on a rant that lasts the whole episode and I forget to ask a, or answer a question. I ask plenty of questions. I just asked what if a former president from 200 years ago was brought back to life. Um, but no, this is a good question. How to, how to heal from a broken heart. Um, I think I've had my fair share of heartbreaks in my day. I'm 24. I probably had my heart broken. <sighs> Damn, man. At least twice. At least twice. Maybe three times. I would be interested to know what the qualifications are of a broken heart, which, you know, how to know if you have a broken heart. One of the suggestions was how to know if you have a broken nose. Uh, it's probably pretty obvious. Um, what are the signs of a broken heart? UK dating. Like the United Kingdom. Ha- Kingdom. United Kingdom. Damn, I should write Valentine's Day cards. Um, what are the symptoms of a broken heart? Emotional. Uh, depression. Grief. Anxiety. Do I have a broken heart right now? Damn, that's broad, huh? Be a little more specific. Physical. Insomnia. Weight loss. Weight gain. Headaches. This is the problem with looking up your symptoms on the internet. They just explained, they just described the most vague shit. What are the symptoms? Oh, do you have hair? Yeah, I have hair. Then you have it. You have the sickness. Well, I mean, 
I have, you didn't ask me where I have hair. No, you have the sickness. I have hair on my knees. I'm bald on, no, you have it. No, you have it. I just, do you inhale? Inhale what? You have it. The most broad ass shit. Get out of here. But I've probably had at least twice. Um, And it's tough, man, because like you go into like, severe depression lulls man you know you go into bad places and and i think not to say that i wish everybody has broken multiple broken hearts in their lifetime but um i did find as i the second time i had my heart broken i I, it was far more manageable than my first because with the first one all these feelings are new you know so it's like you don't know what to do um and you're kind of overwhelmed and like in shock with with how this new emotion is feeling so someone's cooking tuna man it smells good i'm hungry damn this smells good um <laughs> um so you're dealing with that at first and if you've never had your broken heart yet i mean i, I think the first time i had my heart broken it, it was in the form of like a nervous breakdown, dude. Um, <laughs> dude, someone. <laughs> it smells so good, man. It smells like a fucking... It smells like cartoon hamburgers. You know, like how good the crusty crab, Krabby Patty looked? That's what it smells like. Damn. Ooh, I'm getting tingles. That's how hungry I am. Ooh! Um... Weird. Weird. Stop being weird, Danny. Um, I think my first broken heart manifested itself in the shape or form of a nervous breakdown. I was going through Tumblr and I pretty much saw my first girlfriend cheating on me um, with another dude in a text form, not in pictures. This is like kind of dating myself, but I think they were like talking to each other over comments on Tumblr or or however it worked. I'm not positive. Um, In like super lovey-dovey, gooey ways. And it was like a private Tumblr or something. Um, For those who don't know, Tumblr was like, what was Tumblr? Tumblr was like just a very hipster blog website. Nobody really uses it anymore. Um, and I saw that, and I remember I was in 10th grade. Oh, man, I think it was like Valentine's Day, too. It always happens. There's like a nasty uh, uh, tendency for people to get their hearts broken on like Valentine's Day, birthdays, New Year's Eve. I don't know why. I really don't know why. It just happens. Um, I think it was Valentine's Day, and I'm like reading this shit that's breaking my heart in real time, and... I remember my teeth started shivering and I like just had to lay down and I was crying. I was like a little, you know, little, I was 16 years old. I was crying, uh, felt bad, man. And, um, I remember it was like a new feeling and I was kind of scared because really what I was having was a nervous breakdown or like a panic attack or something. I I was like, I like couldn't breathe and that, you know, getting over that newness bump of like, what is this new feeling was scary enough. And then I had to deal with everything else, like fixing the situation. And um, 
what I'm saying is that as you go through life, you're just going to have more and more experiences that you'll be familiar with the process of them. And I'm only 24. I'm a young dude. I get it. And there's so much shit that I haven't experienced yet. But I feel like broken hearts from love interests. I've had my, this ain't my first rodeo. And they're going to suck every time. Nobody says they're not going to suck. They're not supposed to not suck. They're supposed to suck. It's just life. Um, but you better familiarize yourself with how they work. And how your body and mind reacts to such things. You know, it's like if you're baking a pie and uh, you have a dog who loves the smell of pies. And this smell is uh, this smell just has my mind on food right now. Whoever's cooking is infiltri- infiltrating my, my podcast. But if you had a dog, if you lived in a fucking log cabin, okay, and you're baking pies and you had a dog who loved the smell of pies. And every time that scent started wafting out of the oven, the dog would jump up and start freaking out and knocking lamps over, scratching up the couch because he's excited for the pie. Follow me here. You would eventually learn like, all right, like I got to lay some duct tape down on this lamp. Got to, uh, you know, maybe invest in like a non-scratchable couch. Maybe invest in a oven that doesn't that don't let scents out as easy. Um, maybe invest in some CBD doggy treats for the old pup pup there. Uh, you just take proper pre- precautions. And uh, you know, damn dude, that's a terrible analogy because that shit's cute as fuck, man. And a heartbreak ain't cute. Um, I don't know. I don't know what the answer is. Um, in terms of that, but in terms of what what helps heal from from shitty broken heart times is writing, you know, staying in touch with yourself, watching yourself. You know, I was talking about monitoring your mental health before. That's just as important when you're dealing with a heartbreak. You know, making sure you're staying healthy, eating properly, drinking properly, you know, um, speaking to loved ones that want to help, friends, family. Um, you know, uh, taking time alone is also super important. Um, but also making sure that you don't, uh, rob yourself of any joy that might be trying to reach out to you. Uh, whether that's writing a little song on a guitar, I don't know why I said it like that or going for a walk, you know, so if your family or friends invite you to go for a walk in the park, your instinct during such a sucky time might be. No, I don't want to go for a walk. I want to continue sulking. But that's joy and happiness trying to reach out to you. And you got to learn to identify those opportunities and say yes. Even though you don't feel like it, maybe. You actually need it. And once you're out there, you love the feeling of it. And I think this comes full circle to what's going on now. You know, it's easy to go into a very bad place mentally and shun any sign of happiness and joy trying to reach out to you especially as you know i have there's restaurants opening up around this neighborhood i heard that new york city is entering into phase one of doing the same life's kind of starting starting to go back to normal in terms of social life and shit maybe um and you're gonna you know it's just a weird mix of emotions because like 
you're feeling bad because of the news and current events, but then your friends are also going to start inviting you out to brunch. So it's like going to be a whole mind game and it's going to be weird um, for the time being, you know. Um, but it is important to identify what those opportunities are that are coming out to you to potentially better your life and, and make you feel a little better so that you can continue this whole life thing so that you can continue fighting for good causes um take care of yourself guys for real like it's this is the the wildest year that i've ever been alive for man i was only five when 9 11 happened i don't really remember it but you know i i think 9 11 was like what it was the wor- it was the worst thing to happen to america but at least you were able to it's weird that i'm saying but at least but at least you were able to go out to a bar and grieve or something with your buddies you can't do that now and there's all this shit going on and i haven't seen friends in months dude so i'm trying to get back to that um it's definitely the wackest time ever man and to be a young adult during this time is gonna sh- it's gonna shape how uh, how uh, we we are. It's gonna shape our tomorrow, ideally for the better. But I think we're gonna come out the other side of this thing, different people, um, which is not a bad thing. Um, we're gonna learn a lot. We already have learned so much between quarantine and civil liberties and all that. And Bozo, the big glowing clown, who is inevitably going to appear tonight at midnight mark your clocks but um i think we're all gonna come out on the other side of this ideally for the better and that's all up to you everyone's situation is different and uh we want to make sure that we do come out on the other side of this a little better than when we came in and uh you know when shit does go back to normal hopefully it's a better world than uh when we started this so i think that's important um but otherwise i think that's it for this episode number eight we're coming up on number 10 maybe i'll do something crazy for number 10 um thanks so much for listening guys this is awesome really i'm, I'm very glad that i started this podcast I'm, I'm hearing so many nice things um you know and and if you i i look through the apple podcast reviews and everybody's saying leaving five stars and saying something nice and and how much they look forward to, you know, uh, watching or listening. And that warms my heart. And also the the YouTube comments. I saw a comment saying that someone uses this podcast to listen to while they're gardening. Hell yeah, dude. Garden away while you listen to my sweet, sweet voice. Um, thanks, everybody. Seriously. Leave a, leave a comment um, on this YouTube video telling me how you've been dealing with everything these past few weeks. And um, really like what you're looking forward to once life goes back to normal. I know I'm looking forward to just hanging out with my friends, going out to restaurants and bars again. Um, Again, uh, shit's restocked at my merch store, www.coolman.store. If you want to get a little something before we sell out of the merch catalog and move into summer. Um, And uh, like I said, we'll be using the proceeds to donate to various uh, charities. So I'm stoked that I'm able to do that. 
Make sure you like and subscribe to this podcast. Leave a comment, all that good stuff. And um, I hope that, uh, you know, next week, whenever, you know, I check in with everybody weekly here. I do these every week. Um, Hopefully every week I check in. Every week I do one of these. Uh, Shit gets a little better in the world. Um, It's the least I could hope for. And uh, that's it. Love y'all. Special gang. And I'll see you on the next episode. Peace.